If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, the show where we get you as rich as possible. As, as fast as possible. Uh, using our ideas and your sweat. That's right. What, what's, what's the tagline, the great tagline that I never remember because you do all the taglines? Uh, uh, you do the work, so we don't have that's to. That's right, exactly. It's brilliant, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. We should get everything made up with that. Yeah. Everything should have that as our tagline. You know, it's funny, you doing the taglines. I actually I just realized there was something I wanted to say to you today. We had a little discussion off air yesterday uh-huh. about how a regular listener had reached out to you and had uh, asked you about the show and, and, and uh, was kind of surprised. They, they referred to you, I believe, as something like second announcer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that was incorrect. I don't think of you as second announcer. Oh, thanks, Jack. I just want to let you know that I think of you as my number one sidekick. Oh. Um, boom. Boo, boo. I just really wanted to get yeah, that out there. You're my number two uh, sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no preamble today. No. Because uh, I think this show is going gonna, is gonna to hold a lot of water just with the content alone. Yeah, we got a lot. <laughs> um, and we have a guest today, Noel. Yes, we do. Mr. Sean Wickens. What's up, guys? Hey. Happy to be here. Thanks Happy for coming. Happy to have you here, Happy to sir. bring the water. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have you here, Sean, today because our topic is... Uh, festivals. That's right. And why is Sean here for our topic, Noel? Because he throws festivals. That's he right. throws <laughs> festivals. Is that like throwing pots? Yeah. <laughs> he, he just makes festivals and throws them in a That's kiln. That's right. Duck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, hosts, I guess, right? That's right. I, I, I produce the Bad Theater Fest with my co-producer, Star Kendall, and we also run the Bad Film Fest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did right they, now it's just two festivals, but did, who knows? Maybe more. We'll see. Are you planning? Is, is is there a series of, I mean, did you start off with both the Bad Theater and the Bad Film Fest, or did one come out of the other? We started with the Bad Theater Fest, mm-hmm. and the, uh, we, the the first one was, one was in 2012, and it was kind of a bear to run, uh-huh. even though half of it was canceled because of Hurricane Sandy, but it was still <laughs> too much for us. <laughs> But after we were done, because some people did submit short films, and then after we were done, I remember that it was like the last show had walked <laughs> off and the audience was was leaving the theater. We looked at each other and we said, a film festival would have been a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> and then we were like, well, let's start planning one. So the the film festival came out of the theater festival. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that to me, festivals are the, uh, at this point, I mean, one thing I've learned in my research is Everyone and their mother has a, has a festival. Yes. Festivals are now the epitome of the sort of, you know, Gen X, millennial, uh, DIY, entrepreneurial spirit is thrown entirely into festivals. I, you know, one of the brief things that I looked up was like, you know, well, what does it take? Like, what do you need to, ru- to start your own festival? Yeah. Right? Because I can't imagine it besides the, the stick-to-itiveness and the desire that's all you right? need. That's Hope all you dream. need. Right, exactly. Hope and a dream. And uh, like in England, every fucking town has like some kind of major music festival. Like towns with names you'd never know. I mean, besides Glastonbury or anything like that. It just like, you know, 
you know, Snarf England has a big music festival that 10,000 people show up to over the summertime. It's just crazy. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same in, in, in the Americas. <laughs> well, every every uh, every small town has a uh, Fourth of July parade. Yeah, that's so a, and that's pretty much a and festival. like Apple yeah, Festival, right. Blueberry right. Festival. Mm-hmm. Every mall in America has a Santa Claus <clears throat> every Christmas. That's Christmas is pretty much a festival, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess in the grand scheme of things, sure. it's, it's a festive time, that's so it's right. a festive all. Yeah, I don't know what the all the etymology of all is, but we'll sometime yeah. look it up yeah for that's um, for the etymology episode that's right exactly <laughs> how do you make money that's that'll be a one where we don't make money on ed- on anything is the etymology episode well, yeah you could make a book <laughs> okay that's true we'll we'll do that for the episode that's save right. it don't 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 waste it now um so let's talk about your festival sure. specifically the idea of a bad theater festival slash bad film festival um would you describe it as uh, campy. There's some camp in there. There's definitely some camp. There's also there's also definitely some great stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's also some bad stuff. Okay. <laughs> so then, what is if if so? Like when I, because I didn't know about this. Noel had actually brought it to my attention and mm-hmm. told me some interesting stories about about working with you on the festival and some of the shows that went on there. Um, the Bad Theater Fest. And you were in the show. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going off anyway. We, we may be mixing some stories. Okay, maybe mixing stories. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, first thing that would pop into my mind is sort of the joy of watching bad theater or bad movies uh, just for the sheer joy of watching it that are so over the top or so poorly written that they're actually enjoyable. That's right. Um, is that the essence of it or is there more to it than that? We think so. We actually have don't have it well-defined for ourselves. When we first came up with it, we just thought, Bad Theater Fest, that's a hilarious name. Yeah. Uh Who knows what we'll get? And we did really think that we would just get all campy, all over the top, all ridiculous stuff. But we found that there is a dearth of places to perform in a way. You wouldn't think it. But, like, so a lot of times we do get, like, great stuff that we're impressed that we're also we're always like, why did you bring that to us? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it well, is, from the very beginning, we're like, oh well. I mean, if you're going to submit it, we're not going to say no to it, even if it looks great. You know. Mm-hmm. But that that being said, we've also seen some pretty bad stuff that doesn't really succeed on the night that it happens to go up. But we're always of the mindset of like, hey, we don't even know. A lot of times, we just. Uh, we just submit something on the um, description alone, yeah. or we accept something on the description alone. Like it hasn't even been performed yet. We don't really ask for a script, and it's like, hey, it sounds like a great idea, and it's only ten minutes. Go for it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Let's try it. Um, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, I, I took a look at your submission page, mm-hmm. and it seemed to me that you weren't necessarily looking for it had to be bad. Right. It was more like un. Accepted other places, maybe. Sure. Uh, maybe considers itself underground. Right. Uh, Alternative. It, it, it's also, we've, ha- we've had submissions from people who haven't really been on stage before, or, or for the film fest, like, oh, this is the first thing that I've ever made. And people are sometimes nervous about showing it someplace else. Right. So they're like, oh, well, we'll take it to the bad theater fest. Because expectations the, aren't going to be terribly Expectations high. are, yeah, ex- exactly. Uh-huh. And we've found that, it's great to see the audience come in with low expectations and then see something that's pretty great. Sure. And then uh, 
go out on a high, you know. Right. So that's that's kind of a great little sort of a uh, uh, thing. You, it, it's it's a nice thing to go in with low expectations. Sure. <laughs> you know. The, and the, the other the other thing that I sometimes describe it as is like, uh, you know, reality show isn't real. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Yeah. Um, politicians usually lie, <laughs> and uh, um, you can't trust food labels. Right. So we're surrounded by somebody who really doesn't put out what they say they are. That's right. So for the bad theater fest, you might see something wonderful. Well, you might be pleasantly surprised. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I I I think I know what you might have been thinking. Uh huh. Is in Tom's Remix Media Festival. Remix me. That's exactly uh, what th- I'm thinking. There's a guy of. I know in Chicago, and a friend of his uh, had written some screenplays and stuff like right. that, and had some moniker of success. And someone in Nigeria or something like that started emailing him, asking him to give like give me ten thousand dollars to produce my movie and stuff like that. Right, right. And so he kept like stringing the guy along, and was like, "Well, you know, give me some samples." And then eventually he'd give him like ten bucks for you know a little one act and stuff like that. Right, right. And then he put them all together and had like a successful run in Chicago of these, like they're called like the Nigerian plays or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. So then later... I know the festival, but I, I didn't know the origins of it. Uh, well, no, no. That's oh. not the origins of the gotcha. Remix Media Festival. I see. All right. Um, th- but Everybody's mixing stories. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> mixing stories up. Uh, so in uh, in the last Remix Media Festival, which I helped produce that, actually, mm-hmm. uh, my buddy from Chicago was like, oh, my friend's got this thing, and uh, we should do a reading of it. Right. So it was... He had contacted this guy again, and given him a description of the Big Lebowski. Right. And, like, there's this character, there's this character, and write a sequel. <laughs> so we did a, wow. we did a, a reading of the sequel. Wow. That was written by 90, a guy in Nigeria. 90, yeah. 90 pages? Uh, it was maybe not 90 pages, but it was a, it was a good... It was, yeah. Yeah, it was a good amount. Wow. It was actually pretty funny. <laughs> I wish I had seen it. Yeah, uh, but that seems like something that would be perfect in the. Uh, I guess that's why I thought it in my head that it was in the Bad Theater Festival. Yeah, it does sound perfect for us. Yeah, yeah exactly. we probably would tell them to cut it down to twenty twenty minutes. But <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> we do prefer shorter stuff because we're always like, look, if it ends up being horrible, like it'll be over soon. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, so my friend Star and I, we go through all the submissions. Right, and you know, a lot of times there's something that's like, oh, this sounds like a clear. One year we had. Uh, 12 minute long musical called curling the musical and it sort of hit all of the all of the like uh uh you know sport film you know highs and lows and everything uh-huh. it was 12 minutes long and i think they had a cast of like 20 people you oh know? wow so God. like sometimes like something like that is like a definitely in mm-hmm. and a lot of times we'll like disagree over stuff and sometimes there's like these are absolutely no's like these won't get in and then like when we're whittling stuff down and forming the schedule, we will sometimes look at that no pile and that we'll dare each other to say yes to something <laughs> because you never know if yeah. it's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes the things that we think like, Oh, this is going to be a hit. It's, it, it has an off night or it just, isn't that great. Or sometimes they drop out. Yeah. And sometimes the things that we're a little trepidatious about putting up, we end up being impressed by. Well, uh, do you know at all the frigid festival? Mm-hmm. They, pick and complete random from their submissions oh wow 
That's and, ballsy. Yeah, and apparently it t- turns out pretty well on the That's whole. That's right. Yeah, that sounds like it's an easier thing, easier way to go about stuff. <laughs> Saves you a lot of time. Right. Yeah, I would imagine yeah. just in reading alone. Right. Right. Um, all right. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Sure. So how many how many years have you been doing your festival for? We just finished our fourth theater fest, mm-hmm. and uh, this April we'll be doing our fourth film festival. Okay. Okay. So you came up with the idea. You guys came up with. The, we want to do a theater fest. That's right. Bad theater fest. Right. What was your process once you once the idea came? What made what was the what were the steps you went through? We talked about it in two thousand and ten, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and we were we laughed about it. We were like, "That's great! That sounds hilarious!" I bought the don- domain name. We did nothing with it for two years. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, in two thousand and twelve, I took a uh, producing workshop from a woman by the name of Nina Morrison, and uh, it was a twenty dollar two-hour workshop just about producing theater and i was like wow 20 bucks that's great why why pass that up and very early on (laughs) in the workshop she said do something that you think you can't accomplish shoot aim high and pick a date and just don't worry about it and then start working on something yeah sure and so then we went around the room and like what was everybody thinking about producing and i literally only did take the class because it was 20 dollars. i had no clue what i was going to do when i when i arrived so when it came to me, and I was like, well, I, I've been thinking about doing a theater festival called Bad Theater Fest. And immediately, people started pitching me stuff right. that they had wanted to put up. So I went with Star. I, went, I, I, I emailed Star. I was like, we have to do this. I put up a website to take submissions. We didn't even have a place yet. And I, I told him to find a place. Luckily, he found the tank up uh, near Times Square. And... Um, yeah, we we just made it happen somehow. And so once you put up, so you put up the the website to take submissions. Right. How did you solicit? I mean, you didn't just people didn't just find it, right? You you must have put word out somehow. Word out through Facebook or friends uh-huh. f- friends of ours posted about it. I think I bought Google ads. Oh, you went you went that far? I even. think so. Yeah, because we got a lot of. Uh, <clears throat> we were surprised by how outside of New York we got submissions. Mm-hmm. I think the first year we got some, we got stuff in from DC, I think Tennessee, upstate New York and Connecticut, obviously, mm-hmm. and then we got a short film called Bible Boy, from I think Savannah, Georgia, and Bible Boy was this sort of ten minute long rock opera about a kid who had a Bible in school, and the teachers were telling them that no, that was horrible, you can't have a Bible in school, <laughs> and then when he was in the principal's office, um. He the the principal got a phone call that his wife was hit by a car. Oh boy! And then he put down the phone and he broke down. And then the kid gave him the Bible. <laughs> and then the phone rang again, and it was the orderly on a cell phone <laughs> saying, "I don't know what happened. Your wife is perfectly fine. She's walking around." Uh, anyway, the Bible wow. did it. Anyway, we that was the first thing that Star and I argued about: should we accept that or not? Uh-huh. Because oh, yeah. it, it was like, we, you know, we didn't want to make fun of this person, and ultimately we decided, like, look. He knew what the festival was. Right. Yeah. The title says it, it all. That's own. right. I, I feel like there's you 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 it's it's dubious uh argument the idea that you're making fun of someone's work if right. the title it's not like the hey, it's the wink wink right, right. bad theater festival. It's the bad theater festival. That's right. And if you're sending us something, you're letting us know that you think this is bad. Or even <clears throat> I, I think he just wanted people to watch to it. To watch it, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, but, but whatever, he's he's right. he's submitting it. Yeah. We also do say, and I, I'll point out, we also do say that 
um, it could the bad theater festival could mean that Star and I don't know what we're doing, and it's just a bad, <laughs> it's a bad a poorly itself, run right? theater festival. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, because of Bible Boy, pretty much we do now have the film festival because mm-hmm. that was one of the the films that we received. Okay. You know, on that production workshop, I feel like that is how almost all theater works, where you've got a deadline, right? And at some point, it's like, holy crap. We got to buckle down or we're all just going to look like idiots. Right, right. And then you somehow make it work, but only because of that fact that you realize, like, you know, I've got a week. Yeah. And then everyone's (laughs) going to know what a jerk I am. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that with the show every week. Oh, really? Oh, by by Wednesday, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to buckle down. And get my fucking shit done, or everyone's gonna know what a jerk I am. Josh works so much harder than I do. <laughs> I, I think I panic more than you do about it okay. in, in in every way, shape, and form. It's been a streamlined production from my viewpoint thus far. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'd like to hear it. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and this is from a guy who knows bad theater That's and right. film, <laughs> right? And production, <laughs> yeah. as I would imagine as well. So the first the first year was a huge smashing success. We broke even. We might have even have lost money. What was your what was your nut on that? Like honestly, I'm curious. Five hundred bucks. Okay. okay. <laughs> what did you have? How long was the festival? It. I think it was. Uh, we, the theater that found us, uh, the tank. Uh, the the person who ran it at the time, Trey. He said, "Why don't you aim high and do three weekends or something like that?" Okay. Uh-huh. So we're like, all right, we'll do three weekends, and then half of those shows were canceled because of Hurricane Sandy. Okay, Ugh. right. Well, they're right. That's a whole other issue. That's there. right. Right. Okay. Um, and then uh, I, there were no sort of like disasters. Really, there mm. was a few shows that didn't that were kind of horrible to watch. But like, <laughs> I don't know. We were just like, all right, well, that was pretty easy. Yeah. Um, we did end up getting. I don't remember if it was our first year or our second year, but we ended up getting threatened. With a lawsuit from one of the writers of the a production because he 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 claimed he contacted us and cl- claimed that he didn't know that these people who had put the show on somewhere else he he wasn't aware that they submitted it to us so he was threatening to sue us and we were like hey sue your friends yeah you know what uh-huh. I mean um, that's my motto usually that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> you and Donald Trump apparently yeah. sue your yeah. friends and keep your enemies uh-huh. close. Um, so, okay, so we'll take the first year out because sure. of Hurricane Sandy. Okay. But your basic, you, you, one venue. Yes. Right? Uh, now it's, how long is the, is it's, it's, it, that second year it was three weekends or was it the a full week? The second year I think it was like seven straight days. <clears throat> seven we straight days. We didn't want a hurricane to take out. Right. Uh, one full weekend, so. Did, uh, how many shows a day? Um, it, you know, we try to pack in a few short shows within an hour and a half so it could be like 10 we do like a seven o'clock and a nine o'clock show okay so it's just so it's really two shows two performances of multiple shows right. in the performance so that's right and you had at from the word go you had no issues with getting uh submissions none at all um people were happy to do it that's right um you guys blew through the paperwork there wasn't much paperwork to do really not you really. just needed the venue no Somebody else, uh, I think Star had a friend who used to run a festival, and he gave Star a sort of like an artist agreement. And we were like, oh, yeah, we should have people sign stuff. That would be great. <laughs> so somebody handed us something that yeah. we handed to other people. Uh-huh. That's how you capitalize the effing festival. That's right. right. Um, and so that was year two, that and was year two. you made money. 
Year two, we broke even. Broke even. All right. Yeah. Um, and that's, the, still, that's still pretty good, both those. That's, you know? Yeah, yeah. Year two, I think we had the disaster of a near anaphylactic shock in the audience. We had a performance <laughs> where somebody was throwing peanuts in the in the crowd, <laughs> which is against the artist agreement. You're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. But somebody had a severe peanut allergy. And just was touched by the peanut? And they ran out before something could happen. But we really oh. thought that there was a disaster. Like, the way right. that she ran out, we thought, oh, something happened. And then also we heard somebody yell and and yell and yelled my eye <laughs> but I, we after the show we found out that that was a plant that was the guy's father who just yelled that out <laughs> so that was like a you know a little hairy tense for a little while uh-huh. so and then the third year the third year we actually at that point we moved to the pit on 29th street and the third year we made money bigger venue uh slightly bigger mm-hmm. um we just had more people come show up. Yeah. And then from that, we were able to... That was the first year we were able to give some money back to the shows. That's wow. great. Not all of them, but... That's good. Yeah. That's very... That feels very quick to me. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so your experience now, having run this festival, I assume you have... Do you do things like meet other festival creators? Do you go to festival uh, festivals? A festival of festivals. No, we've not done that. We, sometimes we go to these networking things, but right. Star and I will just end up hanging out with each other and having beers and uh-huh. like, just talking about stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. So we don't do a lot of networking that way. But uh, I, we've met some people through the actual festival who have come back and have been instrumental in, in subsequent years. Sure. Uh, you know, on the, the peanut thing. Yes. I was in a show a few years ago. <laughs> And uh, the stage, fi- well, of course, the stage faced the audience. Sure. But next to the audience was yes. the door into the theater. Right. And it was separated by a curtain. Mm-hmm. So if you came in that door, you couldn't see the audience at all. Right. All you could see was the stage. And mid-show, right. <laughs> I see this dude walk in the door holding, like, bags <laughs> of food. Right. And he's looking around and looking around and looking around. And then he starts going, who are Chinese food? <laughs> <laughs> and then he heard something, and I guess he realized there was a show on. He took uh, off. Wow. But... <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. The Adventures of the Delivery Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't sound like you have yet gotten rich with this festival. Not yet. No, but... that's true. Are subject which is the, which is what which is why I'm here. Yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, I have uh, some of my ideas are geared towards you. Great. Some towards other people. Okay. But uh, I guess I'll start in with you, since I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah since you're here. Yeah. Uh, might as well. Uh, so, uh, slam dance. You know, are you familiar at all with the slam dance festival? I have been rejected by them before. Oh, okay. So, all yeah. right. Uh, by the which best. is part of the yeah, which is. Uh, part of the inspiration for the bad theater fest star and i were get tired of getting rejected by other stuff so it was like well we'll just make our own thing okay yeah uh so for anyone who isn't really familiar with slam dance uh it was started in 1995 uh first year it had 48 submissions now it has over 7500 submissions a year and it's considered a very prominent festival in the world and uh it helped launch christopher nolan and their films that have been shown in that the in the festival have garnered over $10.6 billion in the box office. Wow. And uh, their whole shtick is they set up shop on the strip in Park City, Utah, that 
is during the Sundance Festival. Yep. So the only reason anyone knows the Slam Dance Festival right. is because of the Sundance Festival. So that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fantastic. So uh, suggestion would be uh, put your festival next to the Tribeca Film Festival. Like in right down the street. Right n- as close, close as you as can possible. get. Yeah. All right. Right where everyone's got to walk by. Um, yeah, because that's their whole thing. Right. It's just like, and if you've ever been to Park City, there's not a lot of places to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So if you're there for more than a couple of days, you're right. going to stick your nose in there just because it's that's like, right. well, I've gone to this store 48 times. Yeah, and yeah. If I could even sort of one-up that idea uh-huh. of just even, because I'm trying to think of what would be easiest for us to do, because that's very much our modus operandi was uh-huh. the easiest thing to do. We could just rent a van and put Bad Film Fest on the side of it. Yeah. And just open up the back doors, let people sit in the bench seats, and then we'll put a VCR on their yeah, lap. Absolutely. Free candy to That's get into right. the van. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can say Bad Film Fest will be located on the east side of the street Monday, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, and uh, Fridays. That's right. Yeah. And on the west side of the street Tuesdays and uh, Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, for listeners out there, if you have any kind of financial festival. Uh-huh. I don't know, like, uh, uh, like let's get together and talk about money. Let's get together, talk about money. Right. Let's try to sell bad real estate, something like that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I would suggest that you have your festival in uh, Monte Rio, California, in the week of July fifteenth, which is uh, coincides with the cremation of care ceremony at the Bohemian Grove. Which is all I've heard of those people. the world leaders gather and they have, I don't know, satanic rituals, the Illuminati. You've heard of Bo- Bohemian Grove, right? Yeah, I know Bohemian Grove. Yeah, well, I've so never that's, heard of it referred to as the cremation of care. That is what it's called, the cremation of care that's ceremony. That's not what they call it themselves, right? right? That's what outsiders call it. <clears throat> no, that's what uh, it actually is called. Oh. Yeah, right. uh, I, I do research. Wow. <laughs> Um, they are nefarious, it they, sounds oh, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, <laughs> kicking off the first weekend of the summer encampment at the Bohemian Grove. And last year, in case you're worried about, you know, there's not enough power with this, mm-hmm. it also coincided with the kickoff of Jade Helm. Wow. Yeah. I don't think, you know, when you say coincided, that makes it sound like it was a coincidence. No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not what I mean. <clears throat> uh-huh. Um um, you could create a, uh, maybe even call it, I think maybe you could do a similar sort of thing, but at something like that, uh, have a festival for protesters. You can have like the protest festival with various protesters come and you create a whole festival right outside of Bohemian mm-hmm. Grove where protesters will yeah, come you could and, do that. And, and have an entire, so it would be sort of, you get both sides of the, because uh, Bohemian Grove you can't get into. No. Apparently Alex Jones, do you know who Alex Jones is? He's a conspiracy theorist on the uh, on the internet. Okay. Um, I can't remember the name of his site, uh, but alexjones.com. You can look him up. He was he was Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. There, uh, uh, Alex Jones believes very truly, and uh, after having watched Alex Jones, I think he's probably right that Glenn Beck stole his whole shtick. Everything Glenn Beck basically Glenn Beck brought Alex Jones's shtick to national television. And uh, uh, but big time conspiracy theorist, and he managed to sneak onto Bohemian Grove and videotape some of the stuff going on with another uh, just sort of straight media journalist. 
And their takes on it were very different, as you can imagine. The, the straight media journalist apparently said Alex Jones sat there watching these guys who were just a bunch of drunk, fat old men getting really drunk and doing stupid frat boy stuff. And Alex was trying to figure out what the conspiracy was, <laughs> you know, create the conspiracy around the antics. Right. And this guy was just like, but Alex... They're just drunk, fat, old frat boys. Hey. I mean, that's what's going yeah. on here. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, why is Rupert Murdoch spanking that other guy? Right, yeah. exactly. He must have done something right. horrible. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> why, yeah. You know, why is that guy standing on a tree with a weight hanging off of his penis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like... Because just, it was there. That's right, because. <laughs> because they can do it. That's what happens at Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can have the, the, the uh, you know the Bohemian Protester Festival, whatever yeah. you call it, right there. And set up booths and sell things, you know, uh, uh, paint your own signs. You can have a variety of sign painting systems going on there. Um, you can have uh, uh, political theater. Yeah. You know, bring bread and puppet out there and yeah. any variety of political theater out there. You could throw the bad political <clears throat> theater festival. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a solid week of, of, of joy and hippiedom right outside the uh, walls of uh, government and money yeah. colliding. Yeah, that's good. Um, Sounds like great people to make enemies with. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come on. If you want to get enemies, <laughs> Let's get on their radar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and I have one more thing for you, mm-hmm. also having to do with slam dance. Okay. So Josh and I were both at Sundance a few years ago, and we were with some other people yeah. in this house and had nothing to do. And the only thing we had is we had the book that listed all of the slam dance <laughs> films. Right. Uh-huh. And so we played a game, and I and I feel like the descriptions of things in the bad theater, bad film fest, would also work perfectly for this. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, we would go, and we would read a description of a movie. Right. And everyone would write down a name. And then we'd have to choose the real name. Oh, come a up title. with a title. Oh, everyone, right. There would be one person would put in the real title, right? And then everyone else would come up with a title based oh, on the description. Fun. Yeah, and and all the description would be like, Fred finds out his head's full of cement, but he's in love with Sandra, who's right, a right. wolf, and you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. about right. It and was... it was great. So you could make <clears throat> bad theater fest, uh. bad film fest. I should. I, I gotta. I gotta come yep. up with one of those great descriptions as an example. To, uh, yeah. There's so many. Yeah. But I'm one sure. Of them, one of them, great. You know, one of them was. Uh, we do an episode of Seinfeld horribly. <laughs> that was a description of one something we got. <laughs> once. Yeah. yeah. What would you? So what? So we do an episode of Seinfeld horribly. Uh huh. Um, what would you title that? Oh, uh, what would I title yeah. it? Um. Um. That's a rough one. That's a rough one. We do an episode of Seinfeld horribly. Did they do a full episode of Seinfeld they did, horribly? They did, the, they did the parking lot episode, or the, you know, when they were stuck in the parking garage. Uh-huh. I think the title of the show might have been Bad Seinfeld. Okay, that that works. Yeah, <laughs> or you could call it like because uh, it, it's supposed to be the show about nothing. Right. Uh-huh. Call it uh, Five Pounds of Nothing in a Two Pound Bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and you can make an app. Oh yeah. Still make an app. Data. You can even make an, an actual uh, uh, game of it That's that you right. can every year they can buy the add-on. Yeah, along you know along the lines of a Trivial Pursuit. Sort That's of exactly. Right. Yeah, you know, um, a card game. 
you know, kids at, don't buy it unless it's electronic nowadays, though. Oh, are you kidding me? What about what's the game that we play it periodically if we do a game night or something like sticks that? Sticks and rocks. Sticks and rocks. That's <laughs> what we play. And we just take one side is sticks, the other side rocks, and it's just a free for all. That's right. Yeah. Last man standing. The, the bell rings, and then you're. <laughs> That's right. Go for it. Yeah. Ten no, men enter. Yeah. One man leaves. No right. teams. Sticks and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. We're going to take a minute about this time. Uh, we usually give you a topic and give you so many ways to get rich with that topic. But we also take a couple minutes out of the show, give you another way to get rich. So if you're a, waiting for a bus out to Bohemian Grove, if you are waiting backstage for 10 minutes, waiting to go on with your bad theater piece or whatever you're doing, you can listen to this, come back later, listen to the rest of the show, and make even more money. So, Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. This next story is about an odd job that pays surprisingly well if you can stomach it. Imagine getting to work every day, sitting down for a meal, but not just any meal. Yup, you heard that right. Lucy Postens tastes dog food for a living. She puts each ingredient through a taste test. They're a little bit bland by human standards, but they're definitely, they definitely don't need to be choked down. So how much money would it take for you to eat your dog's food? You might want to reconsider your day job. Turns out eating dog, cat, or even rabbit food full time can make you some serious cash. How does $34,000 to $117,000 a year sound? That is the salary range for a pet food taster, according to the U.S. Department of Labor. Obviously, the $34,000 is entry level oh, pet sure. food taster. I mean, you, is it is it dependent on the kind of food you're tasting, or is just one guy, or one food. guy is just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, does the I, top guy is just like, oh, he's great. No, he knows what dogs like. You well, know what I mean, yeah, I'm sure the top guy is getting, you know, at that point, I, you know, there are, there are guys who are ice cream taste testers, and uh, the guy from Edie's is actually his tongue is insured for a million dollars. Wow. Right? Um, but he is, you know, he has a whole system that he goes through, which I find interesting because I think Edie's is shitty ice cream. Yeah. Personally. What a great but, pickup line that would be, though, right? Yeah. Like, babe, my tongue is <laughs> insured for a million dollars. Sorry. That would be. Um, and they'd be like, why? <laughs> well, because I'm an ice cream taste yeah, tester. you don't have to add that part in. <laughs> um, but... Uh, he has a whole ritual that he has to go through, like certain things he can't do because he's got to keep the taste buds, you know, primed. So mm -hmm. he doesn't smoke. He doesn't eat any onions or garlic because that affects the taste. Yeah. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's creating taste. That's, you know, tasting to see if something's delicious. Right. If you're a dog food taste tester, I, I can't even imagine how you would have any clue of what a dog is going to be like, yeah, that's the shit. You I, know what I yeah. mean? I think it's just all about, all right, there was no bones in this spoonful. Yeah. But you would so. think the dog would like that there's bones <laughs> in that rotten. spoonful. Yeah, I don't know. It might be a choke yeah. hazard. I don't know. Oh, okay. Know. There you go. Um, yep. Yeah, but 117 grand to taste dog food, yeah. oh, every day. Oh, man. It's quite a trade-off. Yeah. But it's more money than you make my, smelling farts. My, my tongue is insured for four bucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all that bad theater yeah, you have to taste. Yeah. Right. Bad film. You know what I think the, the, the ultimate dog food <clears throat> aesthetic would be? Was like 
Smells like poop. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The way my dog eats yeah. poop, I think if it smells like poop and tastes like poop, he's pretty happy. Okay. Feces is feces. Wow. We need to <laughs> get in the pet food business then. So yeah. It's, it's, like, it's easy to make. Yeah. Freeze, freeze-dried poop. That's the snack. Snack choice of the future. Yeah. Astronauts. <laughs> the first dog astronauts used. That's how right. About a, how about a pet food bag where the, the bag actually looks like a carcass of something? Oh. It just looks like a, a ripped apart like deer. Yeah. That's right. And like Subway's pumps in the smell of fresh bread. You That's can right. sm- pump in the smell of rotted flesh oh. and in your, in your pet food shop. And dogs will come in and go crazy. They won't stop eating your That's pet right. food. Oh, oh you're, you're, you're looking like you, you like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the rotted part. (laughs) I don't know. It's it'll work. I'm telling you. No, you you have to know your audience, though. Yeah, exactly. That's right. As as we can attest by a man who's who's created a pretty successful festival. Two, two Two successful festival. And so the film festival. Yes, film festival is doing well. The film festival is doing well. It's um, a little bit more international than the theater festival. The theater festival is mostly (laughs) New York or outside of New York. Mm -hmm. Last year we had a guy fly in from Italy. To be here for the screening of his film, oh, we wow. even like, we were even like, all right, well, don't expect a lot. <laughs> yeah, you sure you want to <laughs> do this? Right. But uh, <laughs> as sort of a jokey thing, uh, uh, Star Kendall, he he recently had returned from a trip uh, in Texas where he grew up, and he found all of these old like high school medals that he had, like you know, for participation in things. Or uh, so what we did was we put on a little like plaques on them that said bad film fest and when then we gave those out as awards so we we gave him a random one because i was like oh thanks you know here's some <laughs> high school trophy that now has says uh-huh. bad film fest on it. it but it turned out it was a theater award that star had received oh wow so he went back to italy saying that he won some acting award <laughs> oh bad film fest which was kind of true but kind of not but you know he yeah, it's all about Gave the spin. Him a thrill. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He needed to justify that's that right. trip somehow. Yeah. yeah, he gets to write it all off that's, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, Sean, you're yes. from Cincinnati, right? Cleveland. Cleveland. The other one. Same <laughs> thing. Is it the same thing? I, I mean, f- pretty much for the rest of the world, it's the same thing. It's okay. not the same thing for Cincinnati and Cleveland. Yeah. But I was going to say, thing. yeah, yeah. Cincinnati's Ohio. near Canada. Cleveland. No, Cleveland's near, near Canada. Oh, Cleveland's near Canada. You really got it all. Is from near Kentucky. Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. So a very big difference, probably. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, but it's still all in Ohio. Yeah. We have our own Kentucky nearby us. There's parts of Kentucky <laughs> in Ohio. So yeah, it's, oh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of parts of Kentucky <laughs> in Ohio. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I used to date a woman from Ohio. There's okay. a lot of people in Chicago from Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it's true, we go in either direction. It seemed like Chicago or New York. A nightmare where she was from. Oh yeah, where she was, was she from, from? She was from some county. And actually, I know the name. Of, I remember the name of the county. It was Stark County. Okay. And her high school was on the cover of Sports Illustrated because the football stadium was so big. Oh, wow. But she had never – they didn't give him any books. And and <laughs> what I was like, wow. that's ridiculous. And what was like, the stadium made out of? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gold, probably. Yeah. But, they, but she was like, well, they don't have money to buy everyone books it was a big school like wow yeah and yeah it's just everything about it she was like the the cheerleading squad right right. captain and her boyfriend was the captain of the football team and he used to like just 
make her cry just to <laughs> do it. And my like <laughs> everything she would tell me was like because I just moved from Canada. It was yeah, like, yeah. oh man, you are the American dream. <laughs> I went. I went in Canada season. I one time. <laughs> I one time heard uh, somebody who used to work at the Jerry Springer show say most of our guests come from Ohio. <laughs> And wow. whenever, you know, sometimes my girlfriend and I will watch like cops or one of those just any type of cops-esque show where yeah. it's, uh, you know, cops chasing some criminal. They're always in Ohio or Florida or sometimes in Mississippi, which is her hometown. But they're always in Ohio. Yeah. And uh, last week I watched Room, uh, yeah. Academy Award. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. And then at one point when we see the kid find a cop car, I immediately saw an Ohio license plate. Well, sure. Like, of course. <laughs> Where else are you going to be able to bury someone in a room? That's right. That no one's going to know about. You need to have a lot of. Montana is. Montana is big. Well, they have entire tracks where it's people living in buried rooms. Right. Yeah. You know. It's the least populated state. I think it's either Wyoming or Alaska. Uh, I mean, let's put some crazy stories set set over there. Yeah. Let's leave Ohio alone. Yeah, come on. Well, yeah. You you have the real life people (laughs) get kidnapped and have to raise their kids in a room. (laughs) I, I worked with someone from Zanesville. Oh yeah, which I guess the big tornado plane... town. Tornado oh, oh I didn't even know about that. Yeah. I, I, her it's statement. The only thing I know about it of the big claim to fame of Zanesville uh-huh. uh, of of Zanesville is that they have the only bridge that brings you. You get on it and you end up back on the same side. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot escape. You, Sounds you get on the like bridge. Torture. Yeah, you get on. The, I believe it's actually a kind of a Y bridge, so you can get over to the other side. Oh, I but see. you can also stay on the bridge, and it, you just go out over the water. Welcome back, and then come right back to the same side. You know, a few miles yeah, up in a tornado esque motion. Right. <laughs> yeah. <tornado>, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so festivals. Um, I did look at some other stuff about festivals. Okay. Big money in festivals, but it seems like it'd be so inaccessible for anyone to actually do, are like these giant music festivals. Oh, yeah. They're huge money. They're like bringing in like $20 million a day. Right, right. You know? Um, so we can't do that. That's ridiculous. But uh, what you can do and brings in lots of money in New York is food festivals. Oh, that's oh, true. God. And they're ridiculous. I was oh, looking them up. Are. So everyone knows Smorgasburg, which is <clears throat> uh, an event that started at the Flea, which is a, was it Dumbo, what was it, market type yeah. thing? Like yeah, a, it was a flea, flea market. market that they had food stalls at, and then yeah. Smorgasburg came in. There was a Brooklyn Flea, and they've expanded as well. Oh, yeah. They have locations all over Brooklyn now. Yeah. And... uh Smorgasburg ended up being sort of the uh uh they had, they had set up a section of Brooklyn Flea that was basically like their food court. Yeah. And it was guys with electric griddles and shit like that set up on plastic tables and then they expanded that into Williamsburg just the food part of it and that became Smorgasburg. Okay. Get it? The food smorgasbord in Williamsburg. I got it. And then they expanded <laughs> that. I just want to make sure you we got it. We write it down for uh-huh. you so you can yeah. see it spelled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smorgasbord. Okay, not Williamsburg. Um, not Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> I personally prefer that yeah, much yeah. better to... Uh, um, and uh, Not Williams Buffet. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <laughs> Williams Home Country Buffet right. is what uh-huh. you're saying, right? And, uh, and that became Smorgasburg, and now they're expanding as well. Yeah, and they're in multiple cities. Yep. Oh, are uh, they in multiple cities now? Yeah, are they, they still are. called Smorgasburg in the other cities? I don't know. That seems like but it would be a mistake. There. And yeah, and so I was like, ah, oh, that's great. And also, uh, written up in 
uh, TripAdvisor as hipster clogged, expensive, with little seating and no shade. <laughs> uh, that about and, sums it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's everywhere. So I looked up uh, about more New York food festivals, and I saw this Gotham story that was great. And it was all excited about, hey, guys, look at all these food festivals under a hundred dollars wow like wow line up right you have to pay to get in and then you have to pay for food once you're in is that how, how it I, works i i feel like the food was free usually oh. it's free if you pay it like the big okay. barbecue festival they right. do uh every year uh you pay different scales of money to you can so basically what you're paying to do is cut the line yeah um, so you can pay, you know, three hundred dollars, and you'll get the like super access pass, which allows you to basically blow into any. There can be three hundred people online, and you blow in, and you just get whatever because they all run out of food. Oh at yeah, that festival. Really what what quickly. if I what if I show up and I just bring my own food? <laughs> then I don't have to worry about line. Maybe you don't and have you to pay. To other people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you don't have to pay either. Oh, that maybe. would be a good deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I I work with a guy, and in, he lives in Jersey, mm-hmm. and he went to some food truck fus- festival. Uh, wherever the football stadium is there. Sure. And they had to pay to get in to then go and wait in like giant lines right. to buy food from food trucks. <laughs> and it was like, dude. They probably had to pay for, to park too. Yeah, they uh-huh. did. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's Jersey. Yeah, yeah. You do nothing but pay for parking. Yeah. So, he, so here's a couple of these uh, food fests that amazingly sure. under. $100 a person. <laughs> uh, there was the Patron XO Cafe Late Night Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, they all just seem like they're a restaurant that one day is like, oh, we're just going to charge more and call it a festival. Right. Right. So this one, you got coffee liqueur and desserts. And it the festival ran a total length of three hours. Wow. Mm. And it was $95. Uh, there's That's the great. global night market at the Plaza Food Hall, mm-hmm. and they had just little bits of food from different restaurants. Three hours, $95. And the Blood and Bones and Bubbly Festival, which is just brunch, one hour is the length of this festival, <laughs> and it's $85. Wow. So is it a we're bottomless, in the wrong racket. Is it a bottomless brunch for that hour, though? <laughs> yeah. How much can you eat in an hour? <laughs> um what I've noticed is a lot of, uh, like, the example, the Patron XO food festival, right? Yes. So what I've noticed is as festivals have become more popular, you have uh, major corporations, particularly food and liquor corporations, basically creating their own festivals, right? Or underwriting a festival to have their name on it. Have you thought or tried to get underwriters for the Bad Theater Festival? We've found people have come to us. So we've had people approach us, but uh, we've not really, again, <laughs> we're bad at running this. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we haven't really gone out and approached many people, but, but it's on the horizon. But yeah, people yeah. have approached you. Yes. Can you. Can you name some names or is that... that uh... Well, last year we had Lyft, the wow. app Lyft oh, wow. as a sponsor, yeah. yeah. So uh, that was just that was a, a fun email to just receive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Lyft Bad Theater Fest. Right, right. Yeah, I, I feel like, but I feel like the Bad Theater Fest could, you know, despite the fact that it's got bad in the name, it could still be a boon for some for the right company, the right pairing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. DraftKings. <clears throat> oh, uh, there why, you go. Why, what would stop them? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except you, they may not right. exist anymore. That's, they might not. Yeah. Red yeah. Red Tube. <clears throat> yeah. Red why Tube. Not? There why? you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Porn we'll hub. Porn, they we'll got to get porn money. Uh-huh. somewhere. That's right. Yeah. There's a lot of porn money out there. Porn hub. Yeah. 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 All these guys are going to have to quit acting one day. Uh-huh. <laughs> they got to pick some other. That's right. Work. The Pornhub Bad Film Fest. I mean, it's got a somewhat of a ring to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, one thing I saw on your site that you guys yes. are doing great as far as a get rich quick uh, angle goes. Yeah. Is uh, so you can submit your films mm-hmm. and very reasonable price. It's not like you're That's milking right. anyone. No. But there's a T-shirt you can buy. Right. And it doesn't promise that this is going to help your chances of getting in, but it's severely hinted at. That's mm-hmm. right. And the T-shirt says something like, I submitted my film to Bad Film Fest and bought this shirt to try and help it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Bought this T-shirt in the hopes that it would help my film get accepted. Yeah. yeah. Loved brilliant. it. That's right. <laughs> That's great. I think we've sold eight <laughs> Fantastic! And, and oh, really? Yeah. I so don't they, want... And then they got a free submission code for to submit their film for free. Yeah. Oh, I see. So they can so they can submit for free. Does it help their? I mean, I you obviously can't say that's bad form to that's say right. whether it helps the uh, them get into the festival. But, but based on the submission process, or I should say, the process of going through submissions, I, I you know chances it are couldn't good. hurt. Yeah. We'll yeah. Put it that way. <laughs> well, right? let's look at this. Okay, yeah. so you've sold eight T-shirts. That's right. How many of those people got in the festival? Not saying it influenced them or not. Well, we're still submissions actually close this Friday. So oh, we're, so this we're is the still, first year of the T-shirt. Yeah, that's right. We're uh, still. I like it. We're still looking at some. We're still making decisions. Okay. We can still submit, Noel. Yeah, we should uh, set a camera up in here, film <laughs> ten minutes of the show. Yeah, and then throw it in. I yeah. guarantee you, if you just filmed eight seconds of it, it'll probably get it. I think we've had a few films that have been short, as short as like five seconds long. Okay. Wow. If we get something that short, it's kind of an automatic entry or <laughs> automatic acceptance. <laughs> the, fir- and the first time we asked, we, the first time we got something that short and played it at the film festival, uh-huh. the DVD player was accidentally set on repeat. <laughs> so the, the, the film played twice before we could shut it off. So sixteen so, whole seconds. That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, where Pete did it throw the whole show off? Not really. Okay. So we were, you know, we were joking about it, and then you know, I look over at Star, and he's like, "Oh, it's playing again. Let's watch it a second time." <laughs> so you know, uh, th- this is something we discussed on a different show, but it would be great for a festival. Yeah. Is um, so a lot of award ceremonies type things, mm-hmm. uh, especially the less reputable ones, will give lots of awards out. And then have a website where people can go to and order their award, and oh, for wow. everyone involved, oh, right, right. And they had all these different ones, like oh, you can get a certificate for fifty bucks, or you could get a plaque for a hundred dollars. That's, $100 That's like a, uh, you know, when I was in high school, I submitted a poem I wrote to some sort of like poem publisher, and they were uh-huh. like, "Hey, you got in." And I was like, "Wow, my poem got accepted." And <laughs> yeah. then I got something in the mail like, "Would you like to buy this?" 800 page book that, that your poem <laughs> appears in it's like oh no thanks but yeah <laughs> but you're out pay there. for your awards yeah mm. i like that yeah i got when i first moved to new york i did a mailing for looking for agents and this manager called me in and the dude basically just tried to charge me to be in his book right and i was like no and so he sent me out on audition anyway i guess to like let, Let me you see know. how yeah, sweet right. the deal would be with him. Right. And I booked the commercial. <laughs> and then he was probably like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, probably. And, and he still His never Empire called me back again. Back. It was oh, like, wow. like, you're a jerk, idiot. Wow. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> That's why I'm not 
further along in things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you I, didn't pay him. Yeah, I blame you. <laughs> well, it's about that time, Noel, I think. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, so we've all made a lot of money here tonight. Uh, and you got to wonder, well, great, what, what are you going to do with all that money? So if you have made your millions and are just haven't quite sent your 10% into us yet, uh, use this as inspiration on what to buy. Uh, if you're still sitting on the couch, listen to this. Get off the couch. Go make some money. Send us 10%. Okay, so take it away. Send that money! <laughs> Ever thought to yourself, I wish my computer setup looked more like I was sitting in a space shuttle? No, me neither. But if that sort of thing interests you, the Emperor 200 is the choice for you. For a lowly price of $49,150, it comes with free 27-inch LCD monitors and you can choose whether to equip your workstation with a high-end Mac or Windows PC. Other features include a leather seat with climate control, an air filtration system, Android-based touchscreen controls, and a Bose sound system. It does weigh nearly 400 pounds though, so you might need some help getting it set up. So this thing <clears throat> is like the... Uh... Gunner turret in Star Wars. Okay. You sit in it. It's this big seat. It's round. It's open on the sides. But then you have this big arm that goes over your head. I mean, it's huge. It's not just an arm. It's like this whole... And it's got three screens on it that will go up, down. And then you can sit in the seat and with a joystick control, you can actually lean all the way back and the whole thing will rotate and shift and move as you see fit whether you're a gamer or you just feel like you need this to work in. <laughs> and it's like a big recliner chair. Yeah. Like, you know, complete, complete. And it's uh, made in uh, Canada. There you go. Mm -hmm. I like to hear that. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Um, but, yeah, that is seems like the perfect thing to just throw some money away on if you got money to throw away. That's yeah. right. Uh, you know, if <clears throat> you do have money to throw away, another thing you might want to consider is our mothership, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, is ad-free. Users supported, so uh, if you want, you can go to Patreon slash Radio Free Brooklyn, and you know you can make a donation if you'd like, uh, one time, one dollar, a million dollars, or you can have a reoccurring donation. Uh, so yeah, uh, none of that money goes to us. It just helps keep the lights on, the servers humming for Radio Free Brooklyn. If you want to talk to us though about ideas for the show rules to judge our schemes by putting you guys on retainer putting us on retainer uh -huh. sure. you want to sponsor us if you just want to find out how to contact us so that you can get us the 10 percent that we have earned yep uh you can tweet us at rf no at grq josh <laughs> noel or uh email us at grq with josh and noel at gmail.com or you can get us on facebook at facebook slash grq josh noel um you can always always go check out uh herschel underscore the underscore doctor yeah. on instagram um why don't you throw out your website yes it's badtheaterfest.com and then that's uh there's also twitter and facebook and instagram bad theater fest Okay. Uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to plug or anything like that? I know you do some performing. Uh, yeah, some performing. Uh, let's see. I put out a book uh, recently. Uh, you guys know the Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, perfect for graduations, births, weddings, <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. I put out a book. It's called Ooh, the Places You'll Go, number two. <laughs> <laughs> and it supposes that... If you're making number twos in fantastic places, just think of where you are when you're not in the bathroom. Yeah. 
So that's that's my big push. Okay, that's my 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 brilliant. All book. right, where where can people buy that? That's on uh, that is on Amazon. All right, you guys go to Amazon. Oh, the yeah. places you can go number two or right. ooh. <laughs> ooh ooh the places you can go number two. Yeah, yeah. ooh spelled like it's, O though, right? Is it like ooh o o o o h or is it you like you? No, it's o o h. Okay, okay. Uh, Like you're excited. That's right about the places you're going. Number two. That's That's right. Exactly. uh, Before we judge our schemes here against rules of the internet, called by Josh himself, uh, I do want to remind you guys that if you want, you can go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everyone you know. Uh, But uh, to get to the heart of the matter, don't take our word for our solid gold ideas we judge them against the internet and so this week josh where do our rules come from uh once again i'm so enthralled (laughs) by the how to get rich in america in 30 easy steps from tacky's magazine okay we're gonna this will be the last week of it okay um, but and then you're going to get your Google fixed. <laughs> no, no, no. I still, the funny thing is, I have a bunch. I okay. have a bunch. But I, I, this is really it's gold. It's gold. Okay. I mean, it really it it, it suits iron, everything. It sounds ironclad. Thirty steps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we won't go through all thirty. We go through five or six every yeah. time. But uh, so here we go. Uh, number one for festivals: assemble a hipster, a hacker, and a hustler. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a festival. That's a festival right there. That's <laughs> all you need to to. They could perform on stage. All they need to do is be on stage, and you have a festival. Yeah. Um, number two, stay negative. Yeah, bad I, theater. <laughs> bad theater. Bad film. Wow. I mean, uh, number three, embrace failure. Sure, bad theater, bad film. Yeah, I mean, I also We're think that you know. I will say from everything I've read about uh, this, it's it's you know, you will get rich off of doing festivals, but you're not going to get rich immediately. It's moderately quick. I'll say that, and you know, you embrace that failure. You know, one man's failure is another man's success. Yeah, but if you go to Bohemian Grove, you might get rich quick. That's true. That's true. Um, avoid meetings. You have a lot of meetings, Sean. They usually turn into hanging out and drinking. There you go. Heard it here <laughs> first, guys. <laughs> um, uh, sell it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I've done that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's like six for six. And then finally, uh, let the Jews handle your money. That's right. From Josh the Jew, he wants your money, at least 10% of it. <laughs> uh, all of it. <laughs> um, and hey, if there's anybody out there who wants to underwrite a uh, Get Rich Quick GRQ with Josh and Noel festival, yeah, um, we'd love to put one out there. Yeah, uh, big halls. Yeah, big halls. Uh, you know, we have a variety of ideas and, and topics that we'd like to cover in the festival, so get in touch with us. That's right. Um, and uh, once again. Yeah, uh, we'd like to thank you a lot, Sean, for thank coming on here today. Yeah. It was great. And uh, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Land on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. <laughs>